now. It's time for your reality check. And here's the reality coach himself, Mr. Nigel Booth. Welcome to the reality check. Now today, uh, if you're new to the show, um, and if you're not, you're probably all aware that the reality check is an opportunity for us to start to explore how we think, how we feel, and how do we change those thoughts and feelings that are not necessarily great for us, or in fact, we're just going through something within our life. Now today, the reality check that our guest has had is, um, well, brought him down to earth with a little bit of a bump, if I'm being honest with you. Uh, it was rather rapid, uh, unexpected, and took quite a while to, uh, to figure out what was going on. But before I come to our guest, I'm going to come over to Glenn. How are you, my friend? I'm doing great. Thank you, Nigel. You had a great weekend? Yeah, it's been really good. Yeah. What have you been up to? Um, been on usual stuff really disc golf um, of course disc golf disc, disc golf time with family you um, must be getting really top professional know, you, keep, disc you golf. keep saying this and I think you know what the answer is I, I, well I'm going to have to come and find out for myself I think what we should do we should get all our listeners here in Northampton to meet up so that we can actually look at uh, you playing your, your disc golf yeah, and see how good you are maybe or maybe I'll find a new sport Right, there you go. You can find <laughs> no, a new no, it'd sport. be great. All are welcome. It's a very inclusive sport. It's great. Excellent, excellent. And it's it's been an interesting couple of weeks with uh, things that have been happening in mm. the news. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's like um, the reality check is that. Uh, I think everyone's having a bit of a reality check. Absolutely, aren't they? absolutely. Mm. I think things change, and uh, the impact it's having on on lots of people. And I'm quite happy with both sides of the fence. Mm. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's always two sides to any story, isn't there? Yeah, so, definitely. So that's it. So I, I'm I'm going to introduce uh, our guest, if that's okay, um, because the, there's a lot to tell, um, and it's it's a fascinating story. And the reason that our guest has come on today is not only does he want to share his story, of course he's got that same concept of being able to pay forward, and with the idea that you know if we can share our stories, uh, irrespective of how hard they've been or how horrendous they have been, it may actually just help somebody out there that's in very similar situations going through very similar things and the idea is to pay forward when we can and take it back when we need it to so i'm going to introduce brian to the show and we're not going to call him anything other than brian um, he's going to try and stay as anonymous as he can uh, but welcome to the show brian and how are you i'm good and uh, thank you for inviting me to the studios well thank you you know and like i say before we go into uh, your reality jack uh, and like i say it did uh, sounds very much like it, it came out of the blue a bit of a curveball in life and it, it went on for quite some time but um just before we do that um how are things with you i'm good you had a good week i've had a great week and um yeah i'm i'm yeah I'm really buzzing absolutely fine thank you absolutely brilliant now the reason i asked that is because our listeners are going to hear your story now and i just wanted to make sure that they knew that the end of this it's okay it's it's worked out all right it's not as not as drastic as it could sound when we're talking about it um, well, the final outcome, I mean, after such a long period of time, and it was a case of me doing the best I can with the situation. But yeah, everything is absolutely hunky-dory, absolutely great absolutely brilliant. with the situation we're going to talk about. That's brilliant. So just give us a little bit about you, where you're from, um, what you're up to and, and how life was before all this happened. 
Um, oh yeah, I say I'm I'm, I'm born and bred in Northampton, and um, yeah, I say it's um, living living in town centre, um, working um, great job at the moment, and um, have a wonderful partner. The reality check with the reality coach Nigel Bowes. Let's start off from the beginning. So what I believe you went travelling with your sister, is that where it kind of started? Not necessarily. Well, we, I was in the privilege, we'd been saving up quite some time. Um, we decided to um, go travelling for a year or so mm-hmm. around the world, which was wonderful. Um, great experiences. And um, yeah, we're going through Asia and I just fell in love with, with Thailand. Um, you know, it's the land of smiles. Uh, the people are amazing, the culture, the foods. You know, I just fell in love with the place. And, you know, while I was there, I met a wonderful girl and I eventually came back home. We kept in touch. I eventually went back, mm-hmm. um, living in Bangkok. So you actually lived in Bangkok? I actually then? lived in Bangkok wow. uh, for, yeah. for a little while. And, um, and you know, the relationship was going great, absolutely wonderful. And, you know, couldn't, life was a dream at that point. Um, and, and the icing on the cake, we'd become pregnant, which I was... Overjoyed. It wow. was, it's a lovely know, feeling, isn't it? Oh, you know, it was. It, I was just so so happy, and you know, then you start thinking about okay, what we're we going to do when she's born. You know, we need to get this and we get that, and you start looking about finances, and you know, and and I think that's in hindsight where we discuss whether we want to stay in Thailand mm-hmm. or um, we come back to the UK. The UK, okay, and. You know, I, I fell in love with Thailand and I loved the fact that, you know, we're going to live there. And we decided that I was going to come back to work um, in the UK for a little bit. Yeah. And so, you know, I've done this sporadically, you know, I went back, the baby was born. It was amazing. And, wow. And obviously endless nights in the hospital. And, but, you know, when you kind of, I remember that time when they, the nurses wheeled the, um, my daughter out in, in, the, in the car as such. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just obviously the tears are there and all yeah. sorts. You know, it's just, just a wonderful experience. Um, ended up coming back to work for a little bit. Yeah. And then, all of, you know, while, while I was back here, you know, we were speaking to her, Skyping her every night, making sure everything's okay. And, and out of the blue, she just disappeared. My my laugh just um, disappeared. You know, I've been with her for. Oh, hang on, sorry, sorry. Just, just, you know, because you, you've you've gone out to to Bangkok. You've you've met. You've fallen in love. You, yeah. you you sort of moved across there. You know, you became pregnant. The daughter was came. Yeah. You come back home to 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 work and to to get some more money. Yeah. Um, and you're on the telephone and Skype and etc. etc. Yeah. Um, everything is wonderful. You're feeling all of that mad love energy. Life could life couldn't get any better, you know. Um, Except I was away, which yes, obviously hurt. But yeah, yeah, um, yeah. you know, I was I was there, um, in spe- you know, making sure that I was sending everything back over to her uh, yeah. to make sure that you know they have to worry about bills and yeah, things yeah, like that course. and so on. But and you know, out of the blue, she, she just, just disappeared. disappeared. Just disappeared. Um, then after, well, obviously I was phoning friends and family up. 
Um, Sorry, so what did that feel like? Because I was just obviously just boring. It was just completely out of the blue. Yeah, because I suppose at, totally that, unexpected. at that stage, you're, you don't actually know if something horrible, something horrible's happened or like, what, yeah, what, I mean, you know, you've well, got no information there. So was it that you were trying to Skype or you weren't getting an answer and there was just with no phone, response? With Skype, just went dark and it just completely went off the radar. Wow. Wow, well, and, and did anybody else know where she was? No, nope. I'd spoken to all her friends, I spoke to her close friends, I spoke to her mother. Um, my tie is not that good, um, but mm. <laughs> yeah, but um, so you tried everything to, to get in touch and just nothing. It, it got to a point where they didn't know, so what they were telling me, and I even got to the point of maybe ringing up the tie police. The reality check. With the reality coach, Nigel Bowe. We are talking about the reality check and the reality check that Brian uh, experienced. And, and so just to recap and just make sure that I've got it right and, and everybody that's listening has got it right, is that all of a sudden after the, this this relationship, this long period traveling back and forth to Bangkok, um, you're in a relationship, you have a daughter, you're talking on the telephone every night yeah. through Skype, everything else, then all of a sudden she just disappears. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody knows where she is. Nobody knows. Nobody's Nobody heard knows. Nobody's telling me anything. But that might be. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just completely mm. off the radar. Okay, so what happened then? Then, well, um, it was a Wednesday. I, I think it was like three, four weeks. Haven't heard anything, and out the blue, I, I get a call um, from my partner, and um, she simply just said well in fact I said well, you know, I've been more sick where you been yeah and all she said to me we're in Germany I'll give you a call in two years time and we'll discuss about seeing your daughter what uh, and that was it and she put the phone down how old was your daughter at this point she was just um, one and a half years old wow yeah yeah um, that was it so that, that was all she actually said to me what did you think at that point I, and then she put the phone down yeah, that's all she said, and put the phone down. Okay. And it's kind of as if the earth had been taken away from me. I, I, I literally remember the day just falling to the ground and on my hands and knees. And um, I'm a saving grace, really, in hindsight, that she didn't withhold the number. Right, yeah. So yeah. without that number, I probably completely be lost. a completely different story. Um, and I, I, I called her straight back and she said to me, how do you get this number? I said, well, you just called me on it. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, well, what's, what's, what, where, where's Peter? I said, my daughter. Yeah. And, um, you know, I said, um, that's a nickname, by the yeah. way. And um, she goes, oh, she's with me. And I said, well, what's going on? I mean, you've disappeared for four weeks. And I said, we need to talk about it. And I said, where are you? Um, I'd, like, I'd like to come over. Mm-hmm. And she goes, well, I'll give you a call back. And I said, well, I've got the number. I said, we just need to talk. What's going on? And we'd arranged that I'd go over to um, Hanover Airport mm-hmm. and I'd meet them um, at, um, it was actually the McDonald's restaurant in Hanover Airport. Um, and that, that, that was the following weekend. So I scraped what money I did have because I was sending everything over to her and mm. obviously got the flight over there. And um, I was hanging around for like two or three hours and um, she turned up with my daughter um, in some other guy's hands and it was obviously 
he was carrying her sorry again just because uh, it's like the more you explain with this story it's, it's like wow so you you go all the way across and you not not only does your partner turn up but another guy another turns guy up that's got your daughter in, in his, his arms yeah wow yeah. okay how did that feel I, I, I was just numb to be honest I was okay. just from, from going from one extreme to the other and see life just turned upside down within a second um, completely numb completely numb um, in, in fact um, he stood outside I, I know him very well now yes. we'll come into that in a moment but um, um, and all she done all she done um, I, I just, my daughter went in front of me I couldn't even reach out and hold her and, and all she'd done, she put a piece of paper in front of me and it's called the Dusdorf Tabla. And she said, that's the amount of money you need to send me every month. That was it. And they got in the car and left. Uh, again, I'm, I'm slightly... <sighs> I was in that- McDonald's blubbering. I was kind of howling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, and all she wanted at this point was to be able to sort of say, this is how much money you've got to pay. There was no explanation or anything. And then she just disappeared. Get in touch with The Reality Coach and be part of The Reality Check. Email nigel at therealitycoach.co.uk and I've got to be honest with you guys that this is a story and a half and it's sort of keeping me with my mouth open it's like what is going to come next so Brian back over to you so you're there sat in um, a, a, a very well known restaurant in in sorry <laughs> there are other restaurants other out restaurants there as well are available um, I think we're okay <laughs> yes but you're sitting there after your your ex-partner has presented you with a, a piece of paper explaining you need to now present this amount of money each and every month yeah okay carry on what went on from there well I obviously went back back home um just knowing no idea what direction I need to go with this mm. you know and it's I mean they do call it parental um, abduction okay when it's uh, a child has been taken from one country to another without consent of both parties and yeah. such um, and the thing because I was sending all my money over really to make sure they're okay um, you know I, 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 th- I think my first call really was to the local police mm-hmm. um, and basically it's a civil matter they kind of put me in a certain direction. Um, I ended up advising. I went through a lot of solicitors, um, you know, family law experts and that kind of thing. And because there's three countries involved, um, they couldn't help me. They just said, you need to get a barrister. Oh, which, wow. you know, I, I probably barely struggled to put food, you know, feed myself, let alone pay the thousands, thousands of pounds. Yeah. That's going to cost me. Um, and yeah um you know everyone's kind of um, empathic and sympathetic in the situation but you know there's nothing that anyone can really do um there was one solicitor that said look we can look at legal aid for you which mm-hmm. is you know I, I even went around solicitors in germany believe me um just no help whatsoever so i was I had to deal with this all by myself um fortunately couldn't get legal aid either but that's another different story um, and I, I kind of just thought I, I just need to speak to my ex mm-hmm. you know um, so look you know we've got a daughter together 
you know you've moved on that's fine you know we can i can deal you know, deal with that mm-hmm. you know obviously it hurts anyway of but course. you know we're talking about um you know your daughter and so she's she kind of um let me come over a few more times mm-hmm. um i mean that was another i leaving work at like um, a friday gonna coach from here from northampton to luton then luton to stansted sleep on the floor in stansted to get a flight at seven o'clock um when i got to hanover i had to get a train to a particular train station get another train to the place they lived um have probably at tops the best in those days was 30 minutes with my daughter obviously she was there as well yes of course which is fine not a you know not a problem um and then on the way back even coming home i had to get a coach gold is green got there at 12 o'clock got a coach from gold is green got back to northern two o'clock in the morning and then had to go to work for seven half seven the next that, that day wow. on the monday and and you just got 30 minutes or that about first first was 15 minutes 30 minutes yeah wow and i've done that for well i actually done that for about eight years wow wow um I've I've got a, a thousand and one questions rolling through my head as per usual, and I also appreciate that we haven't got that much time. So before we go on any further, um, I'd, again, I'd really like to say please come back and do a podcast with us mm-hmm. where we can really go into depth. Into this the would detail, be super. I think so. Yeah, I think it's it's so much so much to unpack actually, and and such a long period of time I think yeah. to cover that and I think um, that there is there is so many circumstances you know when, when you have something uh, as, as and I'm going to use the word horrendous because these are the kind of things that they don't mm. just pull on our heartstrings throughout all of that yeah and I know that like your thoughts and your emotions must have been riding higher times riding proper lower times but how did you cope with all of that because that went on for quite a while didn't it well initially um, from the time I first went over to Germany, from that time she just placed that piece of paper on me. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I was lost, completely lost. And as I said, didn't know any direction. Um, I kind of screamed out for support. Um, just didn't get any. Um, but what I really, as I said, probably done took a step back and I thought, well, there's a lot more to this story really yeah um, obviously we just skimmed over a little bit mm. um you know there was i i just took a te- step back and to say look okay what, what's the best way of dealing with this rather than a couple maybe i wouldn't say attacking each other um i kind of looked at you know we've created something really beautiful um i explained to you know i, I want to be part of her life mm, of i've course. always wanted i've always wanted that and you know my expectation as a dad has, has obviously changed but to cut a long story short um i just sang like a canary to her i i just said you know i just want to be part of the life mm-hmm. and and as i said i've been going over there same so minute try to go every four weeks and you know this has probably been going on for oh good grief must be about eight nine years obviously lockdown <laughs> Wow, it was a bit of a course. nightmare. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So you know, it's um, well. What would you say? 
to because obviously there are many many of our listeners that are going to be going through something very similar yeah you know and i'm not saying that everyone's going to sort of do the parental abduction as as it is called no. if they go now but there are going to be lots of uh, lots of people that have, have children together and their relationship is is breaking down or have broken down yeah and and it almost seems that it's rare to find um, a couple that can mutually agree. Listen, this is not working. Mm. It, it is so difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, for those for those of us that have got or going through the situation that you were in, what would you actually give advice? What you're paying it forward in sort of helping somebody? If somebody's out there listening, what would you say to them to do? You know, the thing is, is it's such a difficult situation, and there's always two sides to every story. And um, you mm. know, I'm just kind of giving mine. Yeah, uh, insight to how I looked at it, um, and you know, there's couples out there, and I would just say, you know, try not to attack each other. Um, just mm. take time out. Just open up. Just open up how you feel. Um, Some people and, would say that that is is, uh, and again, I'm just trying to sit on the fence and hear yeah. what other people are saying. Our listeners, you know, and people would say, well, yeah, but if I open up. And they, you know, and I, I want to be able to sort of say, I'll do anything. They're in fear then that they're just going to get used and abused for that. Well, no, as I say, it's, I mean, I've, I, that's the way I, I've, so I dealt with the situation. And as I say, I, I, I kind of get it's so easy when the relationship breaks down that you just attack each other. Mm. And you're not, that is not going to achieve anything whatsoever because it, it almost feels especially like especially the children involved uh, yeah. of course because it almost feels like there has to be somebody to blame but half of the time there is no one to blame it's I, just one I was going to say don't look for blame yep. just mm. look just look for resolution where everyone's happy and more importantly that the child's happy well, yeah definitely well. Brian what we're going to have to do uh, we're wrapping up here right now but okay. you're going to come back on a podcast I'd love to I would love to have you on a podcast so guys we're going to be maybe two or three yeah, weeks get, we'll, we'll get that, that podcast get sorted that out, out on the uh, revolutionradio.com website go to podcasts uh, look out for it look out on socials we'll promote it um, but yeah in a couple of weeks time should have a podcast up and to, we'll up there really and go into it then I'd yeah. love to and if you want to come and share your story with us just like Brian don't forget to get in touch and we'll see you here until then have a fun fantastic week and we'll talk to you next week the reality check with the reality coach nigel bowes get in touch with the reality coach and be part of the reality check email nigel at realitycoach.co.uk thanks for listening until next time